Our top story on the KRMG Morning News with Dan Potter. New from the weekend, Tulsa City Councilor Jamie Fowler introduces a proposed city ordinance that would, as it's written right now anyway, prohibit illegal immigrants from using city services. But even Fowler admits that the idea needs some work on the details. Joining us live, Tulsa Mayor G.T. Bynum. Good morning. Good morning. So you're quoted over the weekend as saying you agree with the sentiment behind Fowler's idea, but you have some misgivings. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I I haven't actually spoken with Councillor Fowler uh, about his proposal. I just learned about it when it was posted on the agenda. But after having read it, um, you know, we at the city of Tulsa, we're not doing anything to support illegal immigration. We're we're very strongly supportive of making this the best city in America for immigrants. Uh, And part of that is honoring the people who make the sacrifices to go through the system the right way in a lawful way. Uh, and so if if the intent of this is to, to make clear uh, to the conspiracy theorists out there that we're not uh, spending money to support illegal immigration, that's fine. Uh, the, the, the problematic part for me is really in uh, how you apply the ordinance as it's written right now, because it says that no funds shall be spent uh, to benefit illegal immigrants. And that, if you're just saying it, sounds common sense. But the problem is when we build city infrastructure or provide city services, uh, everybody in the city benefits from those things. You know, we don't, if you're having a heart attack and Tulsa Fire responds to save your life, they're not going to ask for your ID before they start resuscitating you. Uh, if you flush the toilet this morning, somebody from the city isn't standing there waiting to see your ID before you're allowed to flush the toilet. So there's stuff like that that I think just makes it completely impossible to enforce and sets a standard that can't practically be applied. And I don't think any of that, by the way, is the intent. Uh, But you know, when we write laws, uh, we have to be careful about how we write them so that we can actually enforce them. Well, okay, let's talk about intent here. And I'm going to call on your occasional role with us as KRMG political analyst. D- does this feel like a proposed ordinance that has legs and could pass city council in some form? Or is is this just a way for one city council, one mayoral candidate to stand out from his competitors, regardless of what council does with it? <laughs> Uh, one, I I don't know uh, what the temperature on the council is on this because they, uh, I guess, we'll know on Wednesday when they have their discussion. I, I hope that they will take to heart because uh, it, it charges the mayor with enforcing the ordinance. So as the person charged with enforcing the ordinance, I hope they will take to heart my concerns uh, about uh, the the reality of being able to enforce it. Uh, as to uh, mayoral politics, while I love being a, a campaign analyst on KMG, <laughs> I have said I'm not getting involved in the mayor's race, and I would include this in that. I, I, I've always, you know, my first boss at a college center, Don Nichols, told me how important it is when you're debating with people in a public forum not to question their motives, just to stick to the policy. So I, I don't, again, I haven't talked to Councillor Fowler. I don't know why he's bringing it forward. We're not spending uh, money to, to house illegal immigrants or anything like that. So I, I'm unclear why it's being brought forward, but uh, I'll leave the, the, 
political guesswork to others. He does say that, you know, we're one busload away from, um, you know, closing down a low barrier shelter. Is that a, an accurate assessment? Well, and, and that's the other the other sentiment. And I after I read that, I, I agree with that as well. Like we have dodged a bullet here in Tulsa. I talk with some of my colleagues in other cities who are having these busloads of folks show up in their city and it's a disaster. Uh, you look at, I think I saw last week, uh, city of Denver last year had to spend $42 million uh, housing and feeding migrants that were dropped off uh, in their city limits. Like that would be a, a tremendous catastrophe if that were to happen here in Tulsa. So um, I, again, like the general sentiment, like I agree, uh, but how you enforce it and how you practically apply it is important. Uh, and also, you know, this is, I can't help. And I, I put up a post this morning cause this is coming up and counselor Fowler referenced this. A lot of these conspiracy theories that keep popping up, uh, around the work that we're doing at the city and people claiming that it's there to support illegal immigration. When I just think that is completely unfair to the immigrants in our community who've done everything the right way and risked everything they had to come to our city because they view Tulsa as this beacon of freedom and opportunity. And to lump them in with criminals just offhandedly because we're doing things like creating a business incubator uh, or being certified as uh, the first welcoming city in Oklahoma to assume that, that because we do things to help immigrants that we're somehow supporting illegal immigration, I think is completely unfair to the immigrant community in Tulsa. 737, talking to Mayor G.T. Bynum, and you brought it up. Right. You seem genuinely excited to see the East Tulsa business incubator get off the ground last week. In this case, you know, we're talking about legal migrants who are, as you say, some of the city's most productive entrepreneurs. Well, this is something that has been a long time in the works. Uh, we did a study Several years ago, uh, we brought in outside experts to look at the immigrant community in Tulsa and its economic impact on our city. And one of the things that they found was the, the percentage of entrepreneurs in the immigrant community is far higher than the percentage in the non-immigrant community. And so we heard that and we thought, well, we want to be a city where people who want to start a business are connected with the experts and the resources who can help them be successful how great would it be? Uh, we, you know, we've done, we have a, one of the largest tech-based incubators in America in City Hall at 36 degrees north. Uh, we're building a new business incubator at the old Moton Hospital uh, in partnership with Tulsa County. Wouldn't it be great if we could do that for where the immigrant community is most densely uh, populated in East Tulsa? And Fortunately, we, we were able to identify federal funds. Tulsa County said, yes, we want to help. George Kaiser Family Foundation said, yes, we want to help. And so uh, we all went in on uh, announcing last week that we're going to build this uh, in a, a, what is already really a, a, a hub for small business and entrepreneurship at Plaza Santa Cecilia in East Tulsa that's owned by two great uh, entrepreneurs who who have come to Tulsa and built great businesses already. So, yes, I, I'm super excited about that. I think you're going to see a lot of great businesses come out of this. In that same vein, the city is now, as of today, just 10 days away from a critical deadline 
Uh, Tulsa was one of 31 tech hubs selected by the Commerce Department to get a share of a $500 million investment in technology development. But if I understand it correctly, how much of that money we actually get depends on our grant application, and all that's being finalized right now. This is another really exciting economic step forward for us, uh, and, and it shows what we're capable of uh, when the, the, the city, the local business community, and tribal governments are all working together to pursue economic opportunities here in the Tulsa metro area. Uh, and as you mentioned, we were selected as uh, you know, one of the few finalists for the whole country, uh, and there's a lot of very talented people who have been working on, on our, uh, you know, our application for the final round, and we're very hopeful that we could get it. And if we do, this is another thing. You know, just last year we received a massive U.S. Department of Commerce grant that is helping us build out the advanced mobility industry in the region. Uh, and yet again, this is something that we can do to build out the tech industry in Tulsa. And I have heard from other mayors who are jealous that we made the final cut for this. So I'm just so grateful that we have such great collaboration locally behind advancing Tulsa's economy. Well, one last question for you. We hear that Tulsa King, which very little of which was even filmed in Tulsa anyway, but now it's going to be shot in Georgia. Are you still watching or have you given up? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, no. I, I w- once I saw the the horse running around downtown Tulsa, <laughs> kind of lost interest. Yeah, um, no. I mean, if you watch it, just uh, don't think about it from a, a standpoint of any pride in Tulsa whatsoever. It's an entertaining show, but uh, I, I'm hopeful that we can get the kind of facilities built in Tulsa that will keep. Uh, shows like that in our city. Uh, mm-hmm. That's something that, you know, I know uh, the Cherokee Nation and the Muscogee Creek Nation are both looking at doing, which is exciting, and we want to be a partner with both of them in that work. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not heartbroken that <laughs> we won't have more ridiculous profiles. <laughs> and, and he complained, well, will, he complained about the Georgia, heat. Which might he, be more accurate. Yeah, it might be. I, he complained about the uh, the heat here, but yet they're going to film in Georgia in the middle of the summer. I yeah, think. good luck with that. Right, right, right. Mayor, thank yeah. you. Hey, Bye. Thank you. Tulsa Bye-bye. Mayor G.T. Bynum.